And here it is, my first podcast of 2023. Of course, I'm late. I'm always late. But uh, there's so many people that were too early, too early to the show. I have a background working in marketing and media and PR and everything like that. And I'm telling you, 2023 is off to a PR nightmare start. So... I just want to share my thoughts about a couple of two very distinct situations that are happening out there right now where people just need to learn to shut up. One situation is completely the person's fault. The other one is not. You got to learn what hill you want to die on, people. You've got to learn what battles you really want to fight. You also need to learn who your audience is and figure out how they're going to receive what you're talking about before you decide to put it out there for everyone to criticize. Okay? So if you're on TikTok, there is a girl named Michaela. Um, I don't know how to pronounce her last name. She's on the beauty side of TikTok. So if you're not into makeup and that sort of thing, you might not even know who she is. Um, Clearly, I'm not into the beauty thing because I totally don't know how to do makeup. But I do enjoy watching her. She's got a fun accent, a fun voice, a fun way of doing things. And she's pretty much an all-around, you know, decent person. So I support her. Um... She came under attack by this, and I'm not going to use his name. Number one, if you don't want your bullies and your haters to get attention, don't use their names. Don't don't use snippets of their videos. Uh, people just then know who they are, and it gets them more clout. So I am not going to use his name, but he's definitely just a clout seeker. Totally just a clout seeker. Oh my gosh. Um, and he came at her and saying bad things, you know, body shaming her and doing everything and talking all these things. And apparently Michaela's um, now fiance is, a, is an addict. Well, like he's not a practicing addict anymore. I guess we're always kind of in recovery when you're in those realms, but he's been clean for a while. But there's and apparently he has some background with this guy. Um Anyway, on that side of things. And I get it. When we are a people pleaser, when we have some sort of degree of insecurity, which everybody does, I suppose, um, our initial reaction is we want to answer, right? We want to defend ourselves, defend the virtue and honor of our partners, whatever. But as Michaela has come to find out, doing this, just builds the other person's audience, just gets that other person the exposure and the attention that they're seeking. Don't do it. You know what, people? There's always going to be somebody out there talking crap about you. There's always going to be somebody that has a bad opinion of you. And they're entitled to that. What they're not entitled to is your time is real estate in your brain, you know, taking up that space. What they're not entitled to is your engagement. When it's obvious that somebody is nobody, nothing but an attention whore, don't give them any attention. Just say, no, thank you. No, thank you. And move on and live your life and do your thing. 
Now, Michaela is very fortunate in that she's got a huge following and she's got a lot of fans. So she still has the support. It, I don't really think that it's affecting her livelihood or her her stature, her positioning at all. But it's definitely giving her stress and insecurities and mental health issues because, you know, she's battling this back and forth in her brain all the time. How much easier would it have just been to say, no, thank you. I'm not, I'm not doing this. I'm not engaging in this way. Um, a prime example of this is Mama Tot. Ophelia, she's another TikToker, and she also came under attack by another despicable, disgusting, gross human being, who I'm not going to name. Um, Mama Tot decided she just wasn't going to respond to it. I mean, like she was burying a son and everything, like, but she's just not the type of person to do that anyway. And the bullies kept coming, but. Their presence, their clout <clears throat> that they've gotten uh, doing this with Mama Tot is insignificant compared to Michaela's bully because she chose to engage. Figure out your battle, people. Realize what hills you actually are willing to die on. What's truly important? What's really, truly impactful in your world? What stress do you really need to have? And what stress can you just say no thank you to? And when you decide what you can say no thank you to, say it. Say it. Mean it. Walk away. Because fortunately, it doesn't have a negative, it doesn't seem to be having a negative effect on Mama Tot or on, um, on Michaela, at least, like I said, follower-wise, reach-wise, everything like that. But, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Can it cause you some serious health issues, some serious mental issues, if you actually choose to engage? And, like, why would you want to give somebody that kind of power and control over your life and over your world anyway? Like I said, they're just attention whores. When they realize that you're not going to get them the attention that they are seeking, they'll find somebody else to attack and attach to. Somebody else who hasn't figured out what battles they are willing to fight and what hills they're willing to die on. So just let it go. Let it go. Here's the second type of PR nightmare. It is 100% your own fault. And oh my dear, do you ever get the day that you deserve from it? Yeah, of course, I am talking about Prince Harry. Now, who would have thought that one of Princess Diana's boys could be more heavily ridiculed, more, <clears throat> more of an embarrassment than Sir Chuckles? But here we are. <clears throat> Harry seemed to have come out with this, this book and seems to have had this idea in writing this book that everybody, everybody can... The, or, or lives their lives from his rich and titled perspective and that we would all appreciate all of these things that he has to say and all of his victimhood because how would we not? I mean, that poor, poor boy um, who's lived with nothing but entitlement his whole life. Some of the things that he has decided to share in this book. How on earth did you actually think that this was going to be well received. And you did it voluntarily. We didn't even ask you for this shit. You put it out there. The Muslim world is so happy with you right now. Like, 
why don't you just try and come up with a few more insensitive ways to regard their their society and their people and you know you know that community why not just go for it man go for it but you know what it's okay it's okay because in all fairness your your frozen little tallywhacker has taken precedent over everything in the book but we're forgiving of you for the Muslim thing we're forgiving of you well I mean to a certain extent it's just not what we're talking about yeah yes you're <laughs> your pint-sized pee-pee that has been frostbitten bitten by the frost is what is taking center stage and I'm supposed that in in a few days Somehow or another, you're going to come out and and tell everybody how this has been blown out of proportion and how you've been humiliated and how it's somehow the British press's fault for taking the story and misconstruing it or blowing it up or focusing on it or whatever. But the simple fact of the matter is, sir, you're the one who put the story in the book. You are the one who chose to put pen to paper or fingers to keyboard, however you created this manuscript. When nobody was asking for it, this is a classic example of find your audience, ask your audience, survey your audience, get their perspective of what they are actually asking for, what they really want to hear from you, how they want to hear about it from you, what, how, how they want you to convey the story, the language, whatever. And then actually compose according to your audience. Because no, so many of us are not going to connect with your sorrowful tales and your victimhood. You have to keep in mind that the majority of people, especially the people in the UK, are freezing in their own homes right now. They don't have enough food to eat. Um, there's not enough jobs to go around, especially jobs that are paying according to, you know, the inflationary rate and the um, quality, like the cost of living. Um, and you decide that this is the best time to tapity tap out this little book and tell everybody about your tallywhacker and the 25 people that you killed and, and everything. And I get it. Um, you know, they're extremists, they're a threat, but that's not the entire Muslim community. Actually, it's a very small portion of the Muslim community. But you just had to. And you just honestly thought that we were all going to go, oh, poor little Princess Diana's boy. How can we help? You know, set up a, you, you should set up a GoFundMe or something. I don't know because you are so hard done by. You, you, you've had such traumatic experiences in your life. Now, putting Princess Diana aside, because of course losing your mother in that way is an absolute trauma, and I am not downplaying that at all. But let's face it, for the general overview of your life and even how you get to live now, separated from your family, but not separated from their finances, um, 
I can't believe that you would write those kind of stories. Expose yourself in the way that you did. Expose your family. Betray your family in the way that you did. And still expect all of us to be sitting back here huddled up in our blankets while we're trying to keep warm because we can't afford to heat our houses and eat food, you know, at the same time and go, oh, you poor thing. You poor thing. Oh, but I do have a suggestion for the military because this is an ongoing thing and like there's like men all over the place with frostbitten, frostbitten tallywhackers, then um, maybe there are these things that you can buy at Mark's Work Warehouse. I mean, we have these in Canada. I don't know. I'm sure you have sporting goods stores in the U.S. I'm absolutely positive that you do. They're called hot shots or something like that. And you just, you break them and, and they emit heat. Um, we use them in our mittens when we go tobogganing here in Canada or in my... I always have this habit of buying fashion boots and not winter boots. So I wind up using them in my boots when it's minus 30 outside. Um, they keep you toasty warm. Maybe the military should start supplying these to their male officers so that, you know, if it's getting a little too cold and the tallywhackers are starting to retreat, you can warm them up a little bit and prevent that frostbite. I can't imagine, I can't imagine right now the the men and women that served beside you that were in your, I don't know, we call them corps, troops, whatever, platoon, battalion, I don't know, but we're in your, your, your squadron there, how they must be feeling right now about these stories that you have told and how you have exposed them and blanketed them with your derogatory terms regarding the Taliban and the Muslim community. This wasn't even choosing the hill to die on because you created the hill. You, sir, are a PR nightmare. And your wife, given her station, given that she's an actress, that she's used to dealing with paparazzi and everything, even before she got together with you, let's face it, all of her complaints about paparazzi because she's a royal, she was freaking in suits, one of the, the highest rated TV shows at sitcoms at that time. Come on. Um... <laughs> She's used to it. She should know better. Is, are you really so desperate for attention that you are willing to make yourselves look like a couple of asses to this degree just to get attention? So here's the two takeaways from this. If you're on my side of things, if you are the person that is putting out the content, if you're the person deciding, you know, what needs to be addressed, what doesn't need to be addressed, what you should be sharing, Number one, what's your focus? What's your goals? Where are you going to? What do you want to achieve? If the haters and the bullies or whatever like that are not interfering with any of that, that's the most basic way I can put it. Ignore them. They may escalate for a little while because attention-seeking people do not like to be ignored. But they will eventually get tired and bored and move on because when they don't get the attention that they are seeking, their personal bank gets depleted really fast and they need to go and seek out sources that will engage with them to re-energize themselves. So... If somebody wants to be, like, in Michaela's case, coming at you just to get clout, um, just to get whatever out of it, and they're body shaming you or whatever like that, just, just put up a wall, put up your boundary and say, no, thank you. 
This does not align with my values. This is not something I want to engage in. This is not something that is interfering with me achieving my goals. So no, thank you. If you're trying to decide what content to put out, what's you know what your audience is after, ask your audience. Do some surveys. Ask around. If you don't know where to find your audience, then you may it may be worthwhile for you to employ the temporary services of a marketing or branding agency, somebody that knows how to seek out audiences, knows how to um, engage with a variety of audiences, that sort of thing. But sometimes even something as simple as putting out a Facebook poll and or a LinkedIn poll can get you enough information to know or or a series of polls based on the content that you want to put out can be enough to gather the information that you need because chances are nobody's going to answer those polls if they don't connect with the content, which means bingo, target audience. Ask around, put it past people that you trust. Get them to read the manuscript or read the content, the copy, whatever, before you make it out, make it public. You know, before you even think about public consumption, write it out, put your ideas out there, ask people that you know and trust, do some polls, giving people some options so that you know what direction to go in, find your target audience and ask them. If I were, if somebody were to publish this, if somebody, if you were to see this on a Facebook post, if you were to see this on Instagram or whatever, would you connect with it? What would your, what, what response would you have to it? And go from there. Never, never put things out based solely on what you think. Because this isn't about you. Your business isn't about you. Your content's not about you. You know, nothing is about you. Unless, of course, you have enough money that you can just continue to keep buying your own stuff and keep yourself going. There's a huge pool of people out there, your target audience. Connect with them, find out what they want, what they're actually going to connect with themselves. Don't just assume that we we just we're asking for this stuff. Oh my word. Anyway, that has been the first podcast. Or did that just happen in 2023? So much has happened. Um I have so much to talk about, so I won't be late again because after this, yeah, I've got a lot of things to talk about. Follow, subscribe, do all the things, please. Um, You know, I'm on Spotify. I've got a Facebook page, Instagram, YouTube. I have not yet moved the podcast onto TikTok, but we are looking at that anyway. And yeah, again. (laughs) just sometimes we just all need to learn to shut up because when we don't shut up when we should we always get the day that we deserve (laughs) till next time people